Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I am Ife Oluwa Abegundi. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And as our lesson continues on the team, God requires justice. For Sunday, December 19, 2021, our topic is Justice and Righteousness Reign. Justice and Righteousness Reign. That is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verses 1 to 7. Yes, we have a very short verses to read, but um, the messages coming through these verses are powerful. And I pray that the Lord will meet with us and bless us in Jesus' name. Yes, the world around us and personally ourselves, especially to aspect of government, we know that it is never stable. People are always of the expectation of you know, a, a beginning of one government and looking out to what and what will be in place and thereafter expecting what also becomes the end. But uh, the major concern is the fact that while people understood the instability in government, there is always a great desire for an ideal government. They want something for an ideal rule and an ideal ruler that this is how and how the person is expected to do and to behave such that they can receive whatever it is that they also desire from the person. Yes, the lesson today is coming to open our understanding to the correct and the ideal ruler the world needs, that you and I need. Beyond that, also to be able to make us understand how we can personally, individually make impact positively also in our society these are more at the part of our lesson and i pray that the lord will bless us again today as we have come to learn amen our lesson actually takes a focal point on the look of the transition of the world order or let me say that was the issue on ground for the children of israel at some point when prophet Isaiah was bringing this prophecy unto them the people were at a time of trouble, darkness, and dismay. But God promised a Messiah. This Messiah would reign in justice and righteousness. And this Messiah is expected to serve as a counselor, a provider of strength and protection, comfort and calmness of all, from all troubles. So this is what we also want to look more into as we take the first part of the lesson, the promise of a new dawn. Read Isaiah chapter 9 verses 2 through 3, the promise of a new dawn. The word of God makes clear to us from the first verse verse of verse 2, where it says that the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. And for as many walking in darkness will see light, meaning that at the coming in of this Messiah, the Messiah that has been talked about even in chapter 7 verse 14 that the virgin will conceive a child and will be born and it will be named Emmanuel God with us this is the scene that prophet Isaiah is talking about from verse 2 and looking at the whole situation and experiences of the children of Israel at that time they were actually suffering they were in great problem and more darkness had actually uh, uh, overshadowed them to the point that their survival and existence is more like in great uh, 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 in great struggle and because of this 
message of the Lord is coming, making clear to them that He is not leaving them. But one thing that will come is the fact that the people who had been walking in darkness will see light. Now the question is, have you been walking in darkness? Is there a part of your life that is actually looking gloomy? Is it something that you cannot see clearly and you can't even understand well? Is there trouble and affliction coming your way? This message is coming to make clear to you that there is a new dawn. And the new dawn that is about to happen and will happen. Which which is the word of God to us today. As for as many who embrace it, is the fact that there is a provision of a Messiah already. No longer a prophecy, but a manifestation of this has happened. And Jesus Christ is the source bringing light to the world, ensuring that darkness disappears and allow the world to have uh, uh, the comfort, the peace, and the experience of tranquility as they want of it. So this is the word of God to you and I. Understanding this expression of the new dawn was what Matthew, the record of the book of Matthew, was able to give unto us about Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4 verses 14 to 16 where he makes clear that he made a visit of transition in ministry from Galilee to the, the in Galilee of the Gentiles while Jesus was able to fulfill his first part of ministry and we see what he was able to do there doing a marvelous things that people were not expecting they were the first target just as the prophecy was able to make clear that people living in darkness were able to see light and also there is a call for you and I as believer to understand that for as many who has received the light of God we are not to just stay without igniting our word. The Lord expects that through us too. As the word of God comes to us in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. That we should let our light shine so well. That the people, the world may see our good works. And glorify our father in heaven. The Lord expects also that we will live our life to radiate God's light unto many. Ensuring that lights of the Lord in us will dispel darkness. And we will also be able to live life to glorify God, impact lives, and at the same time, be an instrument that will write the message of Jesus Christ to the world, this message of salvation to the unsaved, so that those who walk in in darkness can see light. This is the word of God, and the Lord expects that we all embrace this. There is no other source, nor other th- any other thing that can take away darkness in the life of an individual, or in the path to life but only jesus christ has been made available to us the second part of our lesson talks of deliverance promised read isaiah 9 4 to 5. not only was it a prophetic content around the isaiah message talking on new dawn alone transition from a moment of darkness a moment of trouble to a moment where there is light and everything is in order the message also came reflecting what is the future messiah what he has come to do and part of it is the father he has come and he, uh, he came as well to be to, to bring on to us the light and uh, the uh, uh to bring on to us peace i beg your pardon and this peace is expressing to us deliverance deliverance from all our enemies if we check through from the word of god the Israelites had been under the expression of the assyrian and now the Lord is making clear that he will make judgment upon their enemy. And in verse 4, the word of the Lord makes clear to us that God will break the yoke of their, of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulder. This is the word of God. And the Lord expects that 
as children of God, we'll be able to take note of this also. Are you burdened? Are you afflicted? Are you experiencing trouble from the enemy? The message is that Jesus has been sent to the world. And as he has been sent into the world, is the only one who has the power to give unto us the deliverance that we need. Is the only one who has the power to give unto us the redemption that we need from whatever the grip of the enemy. Don't let us forget the message of God so clear unto us. As the Lord makes clear in his word that for this reason the Son of God appeared, that he may destroy the works of darkness. Jesus has been sent, the Messiah. He alone is the great deliverer. Him alone is bringing peace and ending all our trouble. We'll see also from verse 5, makes clear that, um, to us that the boot of the warriors and their uniform bloodstains by war will be burnt and they will be fuel for the fire, expressing that no longer will there be a need for any weapon, but it will be turned to useful tools and the cloth of soldiers will be burnt into fire. And this is symbolically expressing no other thing but victory, expressing that there is already an end to war, an end to battle, that there is no need for any such thing because the Lord himself is bringing his peace to the world. The Lord himself is allowing an ultimate rule of him over the affairs of the people and ensuring that all that is their trouble is taking it upon himself and granting them the required victory. He conquers it all. He conquers it all. And this is what Jesus has come to do. He conquers death. He conquers the devil. And that is why we are victorious in him. So to as many who also come in the understanding of the fact that there is a Messiah releasing all of this, it is no longer a prophecy but a reality. Jesus has come already into the world. The only thing is, if you actually want to be out of your struggles, your trouble, the affliction of the enemy, then you need Jesus. You need the Messiah. You need his peace. You need him to fight the battle for you so you can hold your peace and you can remain conqueror as he is your great redeemer and deliverer. I pray that the Lord will grant unto us victory where it is needed as we submit to him in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of our lesson is an ideal ruler and that is taken from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 to seven uh, most outstanding of God's promises to his people was this coming of an ideal ruler, someone who is going to rule in the right order, someone who knows what is right from what is wrong, someone who will be ready to do what is right and not do that which is wrong, someone who knows what is wrong and will make it wrong because he is not ready to compromise. And this is just the ideal ruler we're talking about. Do we have it in human form? Do we actually have anyone of this quality and attribute who is perfectly doing it without any compromise? Whether we have it or not, the ideal ruler that the word of God is bringing to us today, whom is just the only and the ultimate perfect in all, is our Lord Jesus Christ. By his attribute, the word of God makes clear to us from verse 7, explaining that unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given. Yes, in human form, he came, but all through his lifetime, he expresses himself as ideal ruler. He expresses himself as God that he is. One part of his characteristics is what we want to check through now, that we also gives unto us what he had functioned to be as a Messiah. And while he alone 
is unto these attributes and no one can be called a messiah other than him the first of his attributes is the fact that he's a wonderful counselor and when we say he is a wonderful counselor we're talking of the fact that he is someone who is able to show unto us a supernatural wonder he is supernaturally wonderful in his deeds as a messiah he does things that makes the people marvel a part of those things that marvels us is his wisdom and his words of internal life beyond that as a counselor that is joined to this wonderful attribute is the fact that it guides the people through the help of the holy spirit no longer you alone that is living but christ living inside of you the power of the holy spirit to lead you to what is right to do at all time and you not gratifying the desire of the flesh and that is it by human he may not be able to be a good counselor a wonderful one for that matter but with god on us and helping us to wake and hold we speak and jesus had made himself this wonderful counselor the mighty god is another attribute of him and when we say someone is mighty we know we're referring to the likes of people we might call champion heroes and even warriors but we say here that he's a mighty god he's not just human he's also god he is almighty and is powerful the fact is also is an everlasting father and when we talk of an everlasting father we're talking of someone whose reign we don't know from his beginning neither can we know even his hand he reigns forever and ever he's also the prince of peace and as a prince of peace he rules the world with power he rules the world with wisdom and his reign is ushering unto us peace He's not just somebody who is rain and then the whole world or the affairs of, of the world is turning upside down. The people are in chaos and everywhere everywhere is in chaos and the people are troubled and afflicted. No, he reigns to bring peace. And this is where our lesson is actually drawing it well to us, understanding that an ideal ruler that we want is someone with justice and someone expressing righteousness. Jesus is the true God of justice. And as a true God also of righteousness, we need him in all aspects for his promoting peace in the family, in the church, in the community, and the world at large. Allow him in all your affairs. Let's allow him in our country and we'll have it all best. We've come to the end of our lesson and want us to understand that we should endeavor to be an apostle of peace as believers. And Jesus reign forever is the ideal ruler and the source of peace. Allow him always and it shall be well with you. I pray that the Lord will open our hearts to embrace him always and always. Bye, everyone.